beloved, we are welcome to the sixth ep- episode of season one of Biblical Phronesis. Biblical Phronesis. In this episode, we continue with our review, our review of the power of a graceful leader. The power of a graceful leader, which is authored by Alexis Thompson. We started this review in the previous episode, episode 5. In this particular episode, we are looking at gratitude in leaders. Gratitude in leaders. Circumstances often blind us to the fact that challenges are usually not as big as we think as leaders because leaders confront different forms of challenges. When we are low in being thankful and appreciative of the work that God is doing in our lives, our followers may begin to see unwanted leadership traits in a, in a, in, from us, and that is not what is expected of anyone that is leading like Jesus. So, we shall be looking in this episode into two or three questions. The first one, see, Saul is seeking answers to what is the gateway to grace in leadership. How do we shift our focus away from challenges? That is the second question. And how do leaders cultivate gratitude practice that positively influence their followers? Those are the three questions we want to look at in this brief episode. Beloved, our first point of departure is a gratitude practice. What do we mean by a gratitude practice? A gratitude practice is simply about feeling and expressing gratitude, appreciation for things in our lives. Every one of us, we have to, as leaders, we have to cultivate the habit of thanking God for every little wins that we have, we see all around us. When we start a gratitude practice, we start noticing more things to be grateful for in about either in our ministerial work, in our personal life, or in our secular work. And once we, we, we show that gratitude, people around us, we see it because it will come from within. There will be an alignment. An alignment between our behavior and our thought and our actions and our decisions. There, there will be a noticeable difference in how we approach issues. For example, we'll be able to distinguish between stories and facts because we are always seeing the positive side in every situation. We are always seeing an opportunity in every challenge. Doing so, we, 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 we help us to use grace to distinguish between stories and facts. In other words, we, we involve the ability not to rush into judgment. Because rushing into judgment commonly sabotage good results. It is not something that leaders should cultivate. But we have it all around us. People rush into judgment when an issue appears. Judgment is a self-protective instinct. Every one of us have that instinct. But when we have grace in our leadership, we will move forward in every situation in, in, in an attempt to understand the truth 
we will break out of the never-ending finger-pointing game that is so commonplace in the church and outside the church whenever there is an issue. In our health and safety research that I conduct, we call it the bad apple syndrome or the bad apple theory. Rather, we will concentrate on the issues and then so that we will stop a recurrence of the wheel of mistakes. And in doing so, we use curiosity in a positive light. Because curiosity and judgment cannot coexist. One that cannot contain and undo curiosity and rushes to judgment, oftentimes you we will not make decent decisions. We will not make decent decisions that is influenced by the Holy Spirit. That's why it's important for us to have the characteristics of leadership as, uh, as children of God. In 2 Peter 1, 2 Peter 1, 5 to 11, we see here where Apostle Peter gives us a ladder to climb in terms of Christian maturity. Here it shows that demonstrating leadership as a process will benefit us because spiritual leadership do not happen in a day, rather it happens on daily basis. If you read the text very well, we see that Peter laid the foundation with faith. Faith is the foundation on which we grow. If we have strong faith, we have gratitude in our leadership. After faith, we have virtue. Virtue which refers to a life of strong character and discipline. By the mercy of God, we are leaders in the household of God. We ought to have strong character and discipline. After that, we have knowledge, which is an understanding of what God thinks and values. What we are teaching our followers and what we are thinking, do God value them? Then also, as part of leading like Jesus, we have to be able to lead ourselves. Self-control is crucial because the ability to live oneself is important before you can lead others. If you are out of control when issues involve, or something contrary to your views involved, then you need to watch it as a leader or, or Jesus' flock because the flock are not yours. You are just a caretaker. Jesus is the good shepherd, is the senior pastor. Perseverance is also important. It's there in 2 Peter 1, 5-11. It is the ability to patiently stick to what is right at all times, not to compromise the values, what we count as Christian values, virtues, simply because you want to be seen, to be popular. Godliness, which is a spirit-filled, spirit-led lifestyle that reflects our Lord Jesus Christ, is also important. Are your utterance godly? Brotherly kindness, which is a lifestyle that is warm, relational and caring? Are you living like an uh, amid or in isolation that people cannot reach you? Are you warm, genuinely warm, or you are superficial in your relationship with the people that are working with you in the household of faith? Finally, the eighth characteristic is love. This is the highest quality that enables us as leaders to sacrificially give to others. Now, giving is relates to giving our time, giving wisdom, giving our knowledge, giving sacrificially. 
whatever God has endowed us with. So giving and, and love goes together and it leads to generosity, which is a key leadership attribute. And we can see that even in the life of David, in 2 Samuel 9, 1-13, 2 Samuel 9, 1-13, we know the story very well. This is a story where David used this opportunity to show that he's a true leader that knows what it means to be grateful. Long after Jonathan's death, David returned a favor to his old friend, too kindly that showed to his son, Meshibotep, Jonathan's disabled son. He restored Jonathan's son to all of Saul's belongings. He ordered his servant to cultivate the land and he provided food, income, and everything, and even recognition. So we see here that this is an example where gratitude cultivates generosity. Are we generous indeed as Jesus Christ was in the Bible, in different uh, uh, acts in, in, in the gospel? This, this is very, very important for us as leaders in the household of faith. David did what he had seen, a meaningful favor. He, he, he did it for, from art that is flowing from, uh, flowing from gratitude. Beloved, this story of David showing favor leads to our wisdom, first wisdom quote for the for the episode. And this is taken from Colossians 3, 15 to 17. Colossians 3, 15 to 17 that, that indicate to us that let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Show gratitude to God and the people around you. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. As you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your heart. Are you grateful for the station where God has placed you? Verse 17 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Give it thanks to God the Father through Him. Are you grateful? If you are serving in a, in a parish in a city or you are serving in a parish in a, in a rural location, are you grateful? Gratitude is the gateway to grace in leadership, beloved. That's our first biblical phrases in this episode. It is the gateway to grace in wisdom, in, in leadership, and grace that flows from wisdom. Also, the second biblical phonesis in this episode implies that gratitude reminds us that God is bigger than our challenges. God is bigger than our circumstances that we find ourselves. Gratitude also helps us to shift our focus away from these challenges. So as leaders, we need to cultivate a bit of gratitude. We need to have gratitude practice that changes us from inside and to help us to use grace to separate stories, not to rush into judgment from facts, to patiently pursue the truth by the Holy Spirit and to help us to positively influence people by using curiosity in the place of rush judgment 
or figure pointing or the bad apple syndrome, which will help us to avoid the wheel of mistakes and issues that are engulfing ministries these days. So, beloved, I, 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 I tend to agree and I confirm that gratitude is essential to us having grace in leadership. And once we have gratitude, it leads to generosity, giving of our time, giving of our resources. And there's no impossibility before God. Luke one thirty seven. So we can certainly have gratitude. Have it open the way to graceful leadership in our life and amongst the people that we lead. So let us pray. Let's say, Father, let faith continue to be the foundation of my spiritual growth. Virtue shall never depart from me in the name of Jesus. Rather, by your mercy, we shall live. I shall live a life of strong character and discipline as you desire of me. In the mighty name of Jesus, almighty God, let knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, uncompromising godliness, brotherly kindness and love find expression in my walk with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, let gratitude, let gratitude locate grace in how I lead your flock in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be evident in how I influence people around me in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, King of glory. This is what we have asked in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you because by faith we believe you will do much more for us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' most precious name we have prayed. And so beloved, if you are blessed with this episode, we want to encourage you to spread the message as you apply biblical phonesis, which is practical wisdom in your daily life. We have looked at gratitude, the Lord Almighty, we ensure that we all see reasons to be grateful even as this year goes to an end. Please, we enjoin you to join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House, Bloemfontein in South Africa, either online or in a contact session on ground if you are around Bloemfontein. Do not, please do not hesitate to send comments and questions to us via public platform. We want to hear from you until we come again in the next episode in the concluding episode of the power of a graceful leader remain blessed